All right, okay. Good afternoon, good evening, good morning. It's 5am in Islington. I go by the name of Idris the Brand. And it's your boy DC Carl. And welcome to the 5am in Islington podcast. Now, the woman on my right <laughs> needs no introduction at all. None at all, none at all. But for the people, we're going to allow her to introduce um, herself. Um, my name is Busayo Twins. I want to say what I do that, and stuff. That's that's it. That's exactly it. Yeah, yeah. I'm a strategy policy advisor, mm-hmm. and so I basically work for a more or less a government department that helps improve universities in the UK. I'm just basically heavily involved in the education sector. To um, my previous job was helping kids from disadvantaged backgrounds mm. get into top universities. I do a lot of work on um, championing race and diversity in higher education, and. Recently, I've been doing a lot of like Brexit breakdowns. So on my social media, I try and make politics accessible to people like ourselves who might not have the time yeah. or the interest or even just not even feel like they're speaking the same language as us, you know? So I try, yeah. and, I try and make sure that politics, we enter it from our side. So mm. whatever affects us, I can be like, okay, that's your entry point into politics. Let's go from there. So, yeah. And I love that. And that for me was like the main reason why I wanted to get you on this. Because right now, in number 10... It's looking shaky. <laughs> there seems to be a lot that's going on. Mm. And, you know, I put my hands up and say, majority of the stuff, like, I've got no idea mm. what's going on. Now, I saw, I've seen on your social accounts, like, you definitely give in-depth in detail of what's going on, potentials, all this kind of stuff. Mm. And I think it's very important that myself... Denzel and anyone that you know um, resonates with us understands mm. what's going on mm. and what could potentially um, what, what the impact is on us. Yeah. Mm. Now, just a quick honourable shout out to the Grapevine because when I saw you on the Grapevine, uh. I was re- I was really proud. Like you were really giving some facts. Oh. So how tight the Grapevine TV? Yeah, hold I tight. definitely watched that. When are they coming back to the UK? Listen, I don't know. When when my phone rings, <laughs> we move. Hopefully. Yeah, but, yeah, you know. yeah, yeah. That was big. That was big. Cool. All right. So let's get straight into this one. The hell is going on? <laughs> <laughs> Are we staying? Are we going? Yeah. What's happening? Because I saw a video yesterday yeah. of Boris Johnson's talk where yeah, he came yeah. outside and basically said, you know, we're leaving October 31st. Yeah. No ifs, no buts. Yeah. Talk to me. So basically, I don't know where everyone is with it, but as you know, 2016, the UK voted um, to leave the EU mm-hmm. and the initial deadline, so the following year, Theresa May basically um, triggered Article 50, which basically officially says we're going to leave the EU. Mm. And our date was March 29th or something like that, March um, of this year. But Parliament MPs don't agree. Some don't agree that we should leave the EU. Some believe that if we are going to leave, they want a particular deal. So right. the question at the referendum was, should we leave, yes or no? Mm. But now the question is, how do we leave? So it's no longer a discussion about, should we leave? It's Most of us are like, all right, cool, if we're going to leave, if we, go, if we have a good deal, I don't mind. But the bigger question is now, how do we leave? And when you voted to leave, you, nev- you never necessarily voted for how you want to leave. You so just this said, is the, Exactly. Yeah. So this is how the recklessness has started now, because now everyone's saying, okay, I thought we were going to leave and just walk away. But now, obviously, you know, we're, we've got close relationship with the EU, so it's not as easy as walking away because mm. a lot of the funding we get here for things you don't even know about, for housing, for railways, for education, there's a part funded by the EU. And that's what the benefit of the EU was, is that you get to share resources. So those who don't have can benefit, and those who want more, you know, people, 
European immigrants come here as well to build where we don't have the capacity to build. So, right. So we didn't know, we didn't necessarily know all that. Mm. And so now it's like, right, if we leave, there's gonna have, it's predicted that there's gonna be a lot of like economic consequences, which means that we it could trigger a recession because Aye. because as we all know, if, if the world gets nervous about the UK's position after the EU, they start running away. So businesses that work in here are thinking, actually, if the, e, if the UK isn't no longer in the EU, then actually it's not really a strategic position. Yeah. So actually you I want to really run away. To be here. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so that's yeah. what's happening. So all that confidence is kind of going now and people are just thinking about, okay, cool. The UK might not be the next place to invest. So I might have to relocate. Mm. So that's the big consequence. So essentially, yeah, the, the Brexit is it's techie in every way. But saying that, people did have good reason to want to leave the EU because not everyone benefited in the same way. Just like people in London, we benefit a lot. And you can see the benefits because obviously diversity, our mm. food, our friends, um, businesses, we see all that kind of stuff. But sometimes when you're not in the main cities, you might feel disadvantaged by, I don't know, the competition from the EU as well. Because right. if the EU are better at making something that you traditionally make, yeah. when we join the EU, now you're not going to be as competitive. Mm. And so that business dies. And if you don't reskill or you haven't got access to other things, mm. you're going to hate the EU. So there are general reasons why you don't like it, but that's just in the joy of competition, isn't it? Yeah. If you're not good, you try and reskill, but it's not as easy as that, especially if you feel like it's something that it was in your family for ages or whatever it is. Like so people like, like do like milk and like have like farms and stuff like that. For example, like, exactly, and that was okay. a big thing about farming as well, because obviously farming is so important to the UK culture. Mm. You know, not always jobs aren't always about income. Sometimes it's about my dad did it and I love it and I've got a real you know relationship with the with nature, whatever yeah, it is. It's like the legacy. Do you get me? So yeah. it's like your family business, but then when we joined the EU, <coughs> to them and some other businesses it felt like actually EU farmers can make this thing cheaper or their or their their food is preferred to that to the food that the British farmers are making whatever it is right. and so they are losing business and they feel like actually they should be protected because they're British and so there's the idea of actually um, protecting your own, protecting your own mm. which is fine but I think what's happened and I think what's happened across in the EU is basically like a political union where different countries have come together, but there's African Union, there's all these other kind of like unions that people join together. And the idea, as I said before, is to benefit as a team, right? Yeah, yeah. But sometimes if you don't accompany that with education and say, by the way, these people who look different to us or are doing something different, they're coming over to do this, but it's in the spirit of all of us are benefiting. If mm. you don't say that, then no, people are going to see change and be yeah. like, rah, that's competition. But it's like, no, you're mm, eating off it. So even okay. if that farmer's business wasn't banging, you might actually receive help. You might actually receive medicine from the NHS, which is but EU workers are working to actually support. So, you, so your business might be affected. Yeah. But in every other cycle or, yeah. or chain of events, you'll benefit from the EU. So you might not see the direct benefit. There but we go. But that's how like there we go. Yeah. Even like you know how there was like this thing about like when like the Eastern Europeans were coming here like and like literally. Mm. taking all the jobs and like mm. yeah. doing everything for cheaper yeah yeah yeah, yeah i yeah, remember yeah. that was a big problem yeah like. I, that's see mm. that's it's funny you're saying all of this because mm. when i first heard about brexit by mm. the way like i didn't even vote because i didn't know i didn't vote yeah because I, I didn't voted. know what this meant i voted in you voted yeah, yeah, in yeah, yeah. but yeah, people yeah. were like i was hearing a lot of people saying like brexit was all about getting rid of those Eastern Europeans that yeah, are coming yeah, in and yeah, taking yeah, yeah, all yeah, the yeah. jobs. But it's deeper than that. Yeah. It's, it's, it's deeper, but I think I think what's happened is that, as I said, like people have genuine reasons why you want to stay, why you want to leave, which is doesn't have to be racist. It can be genuinely, listen, business-wise, cool. But there's a new friend that we have called the media that comes in mm. and it plays towards our insecurities. So if we already know, so for example, for the last couple of years, 
we can say that life in Britain hasn't necessarily got better for many people. Some people are poorer. Some people feel like the education system is not good. Mm. Some people are losing their jobs. But that's due to our domestic policies that we've that Britain has done. But what's happened is that because domestic policies haven't served the UK, they've kind of like scapegoated and go, actually, the reason why we're poor, and it's always done this in all history. If you see history in different countries, when there's a group of like minorities and there's something going on in your country, it's easy to say, you know what, it's not us, it's these people. Mm. And people have a good, and sometimes people compare it to Hitler, and it's such an extreme example, yeah. but it's an example that's well known, that's why I use it, but not to say that there's actually real direct comparisons, but in the sense that they blame the Jewish people as well for the crisis in, that happened in, in, in Germany at the time, when there was a big recession or the, economic, the economy was failing, they said it's the Jewish people because they have a lot of money and they do all these kind of things. And that's how the, the hatred towards Jewish people grew to the point so the that a whole system, mm. um, they, the rest is history. So this is the kind of thing, there's legitimate reasons and people can vote leave for legitimate reasons, but at the same time, London, we have a different life to people not out of not in mm, London. So we might think London's lit and we can see glass buildings but other people aren't enjoying it. So they think actually what what is the reason for this? Cool, this is the people that might be doing it and MPs and politicians Unfortunately, these days we get a lot of politicians who just want to be in parliament. They don't even really care yeah, sometimes. Some, yeah, yeah. obviously, you get ones that are good and they will also fuel it. So you get politicians on Twitter now saying, this is that, this is that, this is that. And so everyone is just Talking fighting to stay yeah. in power and no one actually cares that you're actually misdirecting all of us. And we hate... And the funny thing is, which is not funny, we're hating each other when the reason why the poor white people in the North are not well off and there's knife crime in London from black people, it's the same government. Do you see what I mean? But mm, we are now mm, divided mm, and we're saying, mm, actually, mm, nah, we're competing against who's, uh, who's, who's more oppressed or who's suffering the most. Mm. When our anger, we should actually all unify as people and go, And say, yo, you. you guys. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, and yeah, yeah. I don't know if you know much about austerity, but it was the idea that like they stopped funding a lot of public services and they wanted to make it more privatised. So the things like housing and stuff, you see it's all private, that's how it's expensive and mm. stuff like that. But again, it's that thing of divide and conquer, you know? And when people are too busy, literally too busy, if our parents are doing night shift and stuff, they're not gonna come and be reading about Brexit in the way they're supposed to. They'll see a headline that says, Polish people are taking jobs. Rah, okay, cool, I'm gonna vote at the next election based on yeah. that. It's your yeah. So that's basically the conversation of Brexit. Like that's basically what it is. Yeah. And so each day, each week, it feels like there's a new progression where MPs are literally, they don't agree on anything. And this is why we're where we are. Yeah, and like it's been three years now. Literally. It's childish. Over three, yeah, literally. That's actually <laughs> <crazy>. <laughs> it's childish, and it's like in the space of three years, yeah, what has actually happened? So, okay, cool. So, my next question is like, are there benefits mm. for leaving the EU? Like, do you see mm. benefits for us as people? Um, do you know what? I feel like leave, you know what? I'm one of those optimistic people that believe that. Number one, no position is permanent. So there'll be a time, I doubt we would, like Britain is always gonna be in the EU. Just like I don't think France is always gonna be EU. Things are gonna change eventually. And I believe that there was a UK before the EU, so there'll be UK after the EU. Mm. However, it's about how you walk away from certain politics and certain groups. If we walk away and we say, you know what, we're gonna commit to um, a new national agenda where we improve things properly for everyone in the UK. We love the EU we're, and we're going to have like a new relationship with them, which is we're not in the EU, but we have a close relationship with them. Yeah. No animosity. And inside the e UK, there's no dispolarized views of like, I hate this person, I hate this person. That's fine. It doesn't mm, matter. Yeah. But if we're leaving based on something that we think is quite xenophobic, we're leaving based on the fact that it seems like British people don't like Europeans, basically, and we think yeah. they're taking our jobs. That's not a good way to start yeah, a yeah, new... Yeah moving forward, that's not a good basis to have because what it's saying is that if people can feel 
so upset about circumstances and then blame a particular set of people. And by the way, I say this to say not everyone believes this, but generally the whole conversation would felt a bit like they hate immigrants, right? Like immigrants. If yeah, you thought there was bad. Actually, I yeah, thought there was yeah, levels yeah, to this. Yeah, where it's yeah, like, yeah, 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 you yeah, can yeah, actually yeah, distinguish yeah. between a Polish person and a British person in the sense that you're all white, and I know there's differences. And I'm not yeah, trying to say yeah, there's no yeah. differences, but the fact that if you look at how different we are physically, hundred percent, it's like right, it's you can leave because of Polish people, and you're all European. Is yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Then that's nuts. It's techie car. <laughs> no, nah, obviously, because me, like I always hear about that the Polish, the European thing, how they're coming in, they're doing every job that for cheaper mm-hmm. and like they're just making all their money and sending it back to Poland like, mm-hmm. I hear that I used to hear that quite a lot obviously when the Brexit thing was starting but for me personally like the EU like I don't really know too much about politics myself in it but from what I do know like it will affect me personally like holidays and like mm. visas and stuff mm. like that like obviously like to, I like to travel in it so going into Europe is a walk in the park because we're in the mm-hmm. EU you get mm-hmm. it but having to apply for visas and all these things. So checks. is that actually going to be a thing that we're going to have to be... It all depends. So basically Brexit, so the deal, so there's always, there's two there's two parts to a deal that's going to happen if we leave the EU is that one is about, it's like they call it the divorce deal. It's what happened. It's like the terms of your divorce from the EU. So saying, okay, cool. I'm leaving on this basis. Cool, cool, cool. But then there's another part that sets out the future relationship. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like breaking up with your boyfriend and going, cool, we're broken up. But now it's another bit that says, are we going to be cordial? Are we going to be friends? Are we going to be boys? Are we still going to have the same friends? It's that bit, you know? <laughs> so there's two parts of that. So if the second part sets out a relationship where technically we can still travel in the EU without a visa, that is possible. Yeah. Obviously, it won't necessarily be no visa at all because we're actually not in the EU, but it still might be on favourable terms. It's possible. Mm. But the way we're going about it now and the way our relationship is the EU, it doesn't look like the EU is going to try and Hear be anything. as nice. Because mm. the EU, do you know what I mean? For the EU, it's like, yo, there's 26, 27 of us. It's, it's there's family. one of you. Yeah. And we've you, you voted to leave. And you didn't, you didn't even pattern your people to tell them the real issues. Now, all of a sudden, we're getting the real details that we could lead into a recession or this. Why didn't we know that before we voted? Mm. So the EU is looking at you guys like, you know what, at the end of the day, realistically, the EU, you'll be surprised that the EU will fly. And I think the UK did this whole, you know, the, the way they taught us about the EU was that it needed the UK. And don't forget me wrong, EU has, um, the UK has been very important, but now it's like, no man is an island. In this globalised world, yeah. the UK, even if don't, Stop thinking about times of Henry VIII and when you used to own a third of the world or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Those days are gone, my G. Now, you need to link up with people, yeah. Yeah. but they're not doing that, so it will depend on... too big for their boots, man. As, we, as the philosopher like, Stormzy said. It's not good <laughs> man. Just chill. And, and to my knowledge, Theresa May was actually against it, right? Yeah, she was, she was not a fan of Brexit, basically. But she had to try and deliver because that's what the people wanted. I mean, she didn't have to. Technically, when Brexit came about, it was David Cameron, her yeah. predecessor. He 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 was the one who led the campaign on... Um, he's the one who basically brought it to the people. He was not for Brexit, but he thought all of us are smart, smart enough, quote-unquote, or we are so more pro-E that it will never pass. But it passed, didn't it? And so, therefore, we voted to leave the EU, basically. Right, yeah? OK, yeah, yeah. So, when that happened, basically, when we voted to leave the EU, he resigned. He was like, no, nah, I can't leave this. <laughs> Knowing that I'm not for it, He's like, you look, it's oh going to be nuts. Yeah, so, yeah. Theresa May, yeah. so all that time, I think Theresa May had been saying that she wasn't necessarily for it. She wasn't against it heavy, heavy handily, but just in terms of her level of understanding of the EU, it's just one of those ones where it's like, why would you want to leave the EU? Because mm. the EU, don't get me wrong, EU is not a perfect model. There's flaws in the EU. There's a lot of things that actually doesn't work for the EU. And uh, people that put in things don't always get the same amount back. And I get that. Yeah. However, there was option to change things from within. And, the, and a lot of the things that we don't like about the EU, we voted for. 
like the EU, but we don't know. We don't know what MPs are voting for. The MPs are voting on their own mind, but it's like the things that you think you hate. The, do you? Do you know what I mean, the, we mm. voted for that, and there's time for it. There's a case for improvement, and they would have improved, I would believe, if we had just asked for more things. But yeah, so but she wasn't for it. But then obviously, her eyes are a bit big for her stomach, and she felt like she wanted to be PM. Yeah. So she decided that she would run a government, or yeah, run a government that was pro Brexit. But she wasn't for it, and then I think that that was one of the first signs that people were then trying to tap at her and ridicule her and undermine her because they felt actually I want Brexit, but I know this lady used to not want it. Yeah. So now I'm gonna undermine her, and one of many things. Obviously, she had her own flaws, and she was a woman. All these other things went bang, but that's what that's what took it out of her. So you can just tell by our prime ministers that we've had don't want it. So and they're the people that supposed to know about the economy. So then all this one we're talking about leaving Brexit, leaving the EU is nuts to me because it's like our experts are saying stay. Yeah. But we're running on sentiment and heart and... Too much pride. Exactly. So, in terms of the whole... You just mentioned, you know, prime ministers that we've had. Mm. So, what was it? I don't know what date it was. August or whatever. Man like Barclays Johnson. Was it Was it the Barclays bikes he bought? Boris yeah. bikes, yeah. The, Boris Johnson was elected as prime minister. Yes, sir. Now... The day that happened, I just remember there was like a whole leap of people going crazy. <laughs> there's that one, there's this one journalist, some white guy, that always smashes him. Is it Owen Jones? Owen, I think it's Owen. Owen's Owen Jones? It's Owen something. Owen Jones, no, I saw yeah. that one video, he was on like live TV yeah, going yeah. in <laughs> on him. And you know, it just seems that Boris Johnson is not the person that we should have in power. Now, first of all, before we speak about that, you personally, do you agree with him <laughs> being prime minister? Are I, you for it or are you against I, it? Do you know what? Like, it depends on the day that I'm really. I'm. I'm genuinely not for him. Genuinely, I'm not. I'm not a Tory. I'm not a conservative. So, right. this is not an ideal government for me, regardless. Mm-hmm, I'm not mm-hmm. any party, but this is not my party that I'm really for. So, yeah. in that sense, I can never really be for him. In terms of any MP, I'm so sceptical of all of them, so it doesn't really bother me. I just think that at the end of the day, it doesn't matter who it is, I'm still going to be like, what's your agenda? Yeah. But there is real grounds to not want Boris Johnson there. If you are, if you've read the kind of stuff he's said in the past about different minority groups and you know that there's a lot of racism that he's he spewed out, whether he believes it or not, mm. it's the fact that he's it's willing to go that far yeah. just to make a jest of people and just to have points because he knows that people in different places might laugh at that and love it. He's the, for me, it's the, it's, he's like a career politician. He's someone who feels like by birthright, he should lead. Mm. There's people who go to certain <laughs> schools, who go to certain schools, who come from certain families. And not, not to judge everyone, but you can just tell people's agenda from the moment he, from the moment he started his career as mayor. You know, if you see the way he strategically positioned himself, he definitely wanted to be a PM by any means necessary. And so for me, I don't necessarily believe his heart is in making men amends in the UK. I don't think his heart is actually improving people's life. I think he's just doing it because he feels like by birth, I deserve to be there. He just wanted power. And, and, and exactly, so that's my issue with it. And mm. I feel like, and again, being so clumsy as to push a no deal just to, so basically as you right now, there's an extreme part of um, UK politics, they call it the right wing part that basically wants Brexit and they don't care if it's a no deal, they just want to get out of the EU because they believe that the EU should not control any laws. They're kind of like really nationalistic in that sense. Mm-hmm. Um, he's playing towards that. He, You've been mayor of London. Him, not you, clearly. But yeah. <laughs> he, he's one guy. day, God willing. But yeah. he's been mayor of London, so he knows what multiculturalism is like. He knows the impact that the EU has made. 
So think about someone who's run London, who's been an MP, and he's been in government and parliament. He's now at the highest position, bar the Queen, and is saying that we should crash out with no deal. That is the epitome. That is like someone who's a mathematician saying two plus two equals five. Just because you know there's people out there who believe it's five. But you are a mathematician. Mm, mm, so mm, mm, I'd mm. expect that from someone else, but you were the mayor of London mm. and you're moving like to say leaving without a no deal is fine. Maybe because you earn a lot of money outside of your role as PM mm-hmm. and you're good. So, you so know you you're think, not going to be affected. What's a possession to someone who's got peas? Mm, it's a minor. Yeah, yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? So for me, that's what, I'm, that's what I feel like. I'm so suspect because it's like you're too, you're too smart and he knows. In his heart of hearts, a no deal is not is not what he wants. Mm. But he wants to show that he sticks to his word. And I think what kind of tarnished <laughs> Theresa May's pre- um, run or she reign was that she kept going back and she said compromise and she wasn't necessarily so forthcoming. Yeah. And her deal was very much like a, a compromise. It definitely was a compromise. It showed that actually we do want to leave but on these terms, which in hindsight, history will probably be kind to her and say, actually, Theresa May made sense because she realised how difficult it was. Mm. But he played on the fact that everyone was so polarised and it was either in or out. So now he's saying leave, 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 leave. But he knows he knows better than that. He's a chump. <sighs> Basically, he know he knows, and and unfortunately, there's no other, there's no currently no, no one else in the Tory party who could lead, mm. because right now they want someone strong and someone who's got the the heart of the Tory and Brexiteer people. So the Brexiteers in the UK, the the, the the normal people, they really want someone who wants to leave. Yeah. So Boris Johnson's like, cool, I'll get voted in mm. as PM. Yeah. Because the I people want me, yeah, yeah. but the MPs who are Tory, mm-hmm. some of them don't want it. Yeah. So there's a there's a there's a there's a there's a difference. So if you're popular, like Corbyn, for example, mm-hmm. Corbyn might not be popular with his MPs, but for the people, they, there was a time they, yeah. when Corbyn was untouchable, and that's why Corbyn's where he is now, not because he's actually popular within his yeah with it's other Corbyn, MPs, yeah. but he's got the, the he's got the heart of the people, him. and when the yeah. people vote, yeah, that's when Corbyn rises. But when it's not about people, when it's about only MPs, yeah. you see a different dynamic. Mm. So do you feel like um, so with who did Boris go up against? It was a Jeremy something, right? Jeremy Hunt. Who. We didn't have a say. No, this was only open to, because Theresa May resigned as technically the leader of the Tory party, who so happens to be the prime minister, Mm -hmm. it was just a leadership election about who becomes the next leader of the Tory party, who then happens to be the prime minister because she's there now. So what they get automatically, they get both titles. But if, if, for example, Jeremy Corbyn resigned, He, they would have a leadership election, but because he's not prime minister, they he don't automatically be it. Yeah. So it's, oh, you know what I mean, okay. if, if you're king and you be someone, that person becomes king. If you're not king and you be someone, you don't get that title, yeah, you see. So anyone. yeah, so that's what happened. So yeah, so we didn't get to vote only the membership, the paid membership. Because yeah. again, you can vote. Normally when it comes to general election stuff, you vote, but I'm not a paid member of any party, so you just vote. But if you're a paid member and you're committed, then you vote. And most paid members are of particular demographic. So it's like, so even normal, so even normal Tory, People not say they're not normal if you vote Tory, but even the average Tory person that you might think of might not have been able to vote. So when you say paid, they're paid by that party or they pay that party? So they pay, you pay like membership to the party. Oh, true. Yeah, so if you're a proper member, like, like, a part, like a membership. Yeah, membership. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, but yeah, as of as one yeah. I think that's very smart what they did, the fact that we couldn't have a say. Because if mm. we could have a say, be a mad I don't think... And I think yeah. that's why general election to some people is like, yo, it's an opportunity actually to prove that the Tory government or Boris is unpopular. Yeah. But we don't know. We don't win. Before we go into that general election talk, um, so Boris, okay, so to my knowledge, he's put a halt on Parliament. 
Yeah, he's yeah, pro. Yeah, pro prorogation. Prorogation. Yeah. Prorogation on Parliament, which means what exactly? For those who don't know, it basically means that all parliamentary business stops until until it doesn't again. So until right now, I think it's supposed to resume mid October, somewhere like the twelfth or something of October, twelfth, fourteenth, something like that, twelfth, something like that. Yeah. Sometime in mid October, depends on when it starts from. So it can start as early as next Monday or mm-hmm. next week. So what's his reasoning for that? Why is he stopping all political business? So basically, since the summer, well, up until today, MPs have been on break. They've been on annual leave. They've obviously they've they they, got, they get time off. Isn't it? I know yeah. you think you're kids, kids are out of school. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, you know, they've been they've been off. So there's no oh. nothing has been happening in Parliament. Nothing has actually been yeah, taking yeah. place. Everything that's been taking place is more online and talk. It's not actually officially part of their business yet. Right, right. But since the last time we pushed back our deadline for Brexit to October October 31st yeah. it's actually in um, legislation so whatever happens now regardless we, we are we are set to leave on October 31st yeah. because it's in legislation mm-hmm. if you want to change it you have to then pass another law do you know what I mean and get an agreement from the EU etc etc but right now it's in legislation so if the MPs are coming back and before they left, obviously, there was no agreement. You might not like no deal, but you might not agree on what deal. You might hate Boris, but you might not like Corbyn. Yeah. So everything was like, ah, uh, you link up some reasons, but there's no general, do you know what I mean? Everyone yeah, yeah, just yeah. generally didn't like Theresa May. That was the only thing that unified everyone was that. <laughs> we don't like you know, her. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. your enemy, does, enemy doesn't make you a friend all yeah. the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so that happened. So every, basically right now, no one knows the numbers. Everyone's like, rah, I don't know who's for what. He's now been voted in again. And then obviously they've been on holiday, they've been on annual leave, so they've come back now. If so, the the deadline for um, Brexit is the thirty first, so there's actually only not that long, yeah. two months technically, or less than two months now, yeah, yeah. right? So if you suspend Parliament for how many weeks, right? That stops MPs from making the other deal from from that, yeah, yeah from linking up and trying to basically block your deal and you know passing and passing um, legislation and also um, file. Um, submit a vote of no confidence. Mm-hmm. So if MPs don't like, if, if you don't like your MP, or if, if you don't like your Prime Minister, or if you don't like the ruling party, you can sign something for no vote of no confidence. And if it passes, then either um, there's a general election or you have to change your PM, etc., etc. Is that like being impeached? Basically, more or less, more yeah. or less. Um, and it needs some, and sometimes it even needs, um, yeah, so basically that's that. So to stop all those things from derailing us from, stop, from not leaving on the 31st, he was like, cool, if I prorogue, and basically ask the Queen, can I dismiss these people for this amount of time? <laughs> then at the end of that as well, there's something called a Queen's speech, mm-hmm. where every new government has a Queen's speech where they basically lay out the foundations for the new the new term, their new vision. Yeah. And that also takes up time. So clearly you won't be able to debate. So he's done peace prorogue, meaning that MPs can't link up together and pass any law. <coughs> so the more time they don't have, the more likely 31st is a thing, yeah? Mm-hmm. Otherwise, if they were able to pass things, then they could change the date and they could ask for an extension mm. and say that kind of stuff, yeah? Um, or amend it in any way. So he's got the he's got the prorogue in and then he's got the Queen's speech. And so that leaves us till mid-October before MPs can actually talk about anything. But we're mm-hmm. leaving on the 31st. 31st oh, so so he's, he's making it days. He's saying, it's obviously still a chance that something could happen. We don't know. Yeah. But he's basically trying to be like, I'm cutting down the time you guys can officially talk and get anything passed. Goodness That's why me. it's nuts. Someone needs to just do a mad thing. And just, that's and why it's JFK nuts. Yeah. It. <laughs> And I, think that's, and, and I think that's why, even during their recess, MPs were having talks across parties because they were like, you know what, yeah, there's no time. If we don't, if they don't use this week and next week to kind of put something through that basically says, that legally, really? that legally says, you know what, let's make no deal illegal. If they vote on it, they can make no deal illegal and ask for an extension. 
and they will have to make they'll have deal. to do it mm. and they might say extension unless um parliament agree otherwise that's the ideal ideal situation for them is basically saying you know what cool let's make it that um no deal is illegal mm-hmm. and that if it gets to a no deal and if they, if he hasn't made amendments to the deal by october 19th or before the deadline mm. then we have to leave until january 2020 2020 some people will say what's going to change in january 2020 it's still the same dynamic mm. basically the eu is saying this is the deal that we agreed with Theresa may and her people mm-hmm. yeah Theresa may put certain things inside there and we agreed cool and we mm-hmm. spent a couple of months or whatever working on it cool Again. now you've said that um now that Theresa may had to go back to parliament to say basically this is what i agree with the eu can you pass this because that's been yeah. law in the in the uk mp said i don't like it the eu's thinking that's your business because yeah. you should have come to them first maybe and, and agreed it, it rather than come, come to us or yeah. pattern your team and make sure that whatever you say goes yeah. if you haven't got that kind of leverage and it's unfortunate but they were debating back and forth so the eu's saying we're not opening this up and don't forget every time we're looking at the news the eu's looking at us as well thinking Fam. So if it was in secret, <laughs> EU could be nervous, but they used to look at it, it's like, this is clownery, this is yeah, not yeah, yeah, So they're yeah, thinking yeah. like, right, okay, cool. I'm not opening it up. And because a lot of MPs have said openly, like the EU always goes back on their word. They will open up. You know, they need us as much as we need them. The EU's like, no. I'm really? Sure. The EU's yeah, like, yeah. Not have really? So I'm sure the EU now is also preparing for a no deal and thinking like, cool, everything that we need from the UK, France, you prepare it. Uh, Germany prepare it. Do you know what I mean? Because they have sure. to. They're, they're yeah. making sure that they probably will be. That's only that's a sensible thing to do. Is be like, cool. Everything we do from the EU, they will still be hurt by us leaving because a lot of things that we buy and we want and whatever they benefit. But at the same time, they're like, cool. Deep. Let's pattern it. Yeah. Let's use this time wisely. Whereas the where even in the UK during this prorogue and in the Queen's speech, we won't even be able to pre- prepare for no deal. Yeah. Because mm. no one's just, sitting. We're just gonna come out and it's just gonna be like boom. Exactly. And by law, we come out, and that is why it's scary, and that's why it becomes a thing of it doesn't matter if you leave or remain. It, that's the question is obsolete no one cares it's yeah. about how do we leave how do we leave and right now the only deal that the eu is making is theresa may's deal and if you don't like that then it is no deal or you revoke article 50 and you say we're remaining in the uk we're so remaining that the is EU. still a, a, yeah. not an option yeah to revoke so yeah. no one's revoked it yet yeah okay cool so <laughs> i'm aware that Jeremy Corbyn yeah. is currently in the shadows in the shadows now i saw that you had you put out some information the yeah. other day on your Instagram mm. about Jeremy Corbyn. And were they like your predictions or is this definitely what he's trying to do? It's more like in his position, these are the options that are available to him, more so than what I think he's going to do. Right, okay. But, and given what the kind of way he's acted, so basically the idea is that Jeremy Corbyn um, doesn't necessarily like the EU. That's the word on road is that he was a Brexiteer. He didn't know it like it for his own reasons. And again, as I said, there's many reasons why he might not like the EU. You might, as a black person, even say, I don't like the EU because it's a colonial entity. Mm-hmm. That's legit. Like, mm-hmm. you might not like it. Or you might feel like, actually, the way they trade with Nigeria, that they're a bully block. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah, many yeah, reasons. Yeah, you get yeah, me? Yeah, now, yeah. I mean, there's, there's actually many reasons. Any angle, you can look at it from whatever angle. Um, so, things like that. So, he don't like it for whatever reason he has. Um, but again, because of the working class vote, right, there's some people, the working class people, who feel like the EU has not done anything for them. And a lot of them seem to be, it would seem they're not in London and they're not in big cities and they feel like actually I've been neglected, our education system, our employment, all that kind of stuff, they don't like the EU, cool. You get working class people in the ends mm-hmm. and in London who are like, I'm pro EU because of all these other things. But the working class normally vote for 
the Labour Party. Yeah, yeah. So he's in a techie situation mm. because he's got the polarised voices yeah. in his team. Don't get me wrong, there's polarised voices in the Tory party, but generally, mm-hmm. they seem that it's it would it, it appears, and especially in statistics, it says that most people who are Tory, proper Tory supporters, tend to be like middle-class white men yeah, who yeah, so about money, or, yeah. or they're old, whatever it is, yeah, cool. But can you see how it's so hard because you used to vote, like, say, for example, we used to vote for Labour, and then you've got some people who used to vote for Labour, we now, on Brexit alone, this single issue... We are separate. Yeah. yeah. How is he now going to bring us all together? It's nuts. That is nuts. So the fact that he wasn't, that he was for Brexit. Yeah. Do you feel like he may try and just favour that side of his part, of his people? I feel like in his, the MPs around him aren't, it seems like a lot of MPs who are... The MPs are different to the people, right? So the yeah. MPs generally aren't necessarily for Brexit. Yeah, yeah. But they might represent constituents. They might represent people who are for it. So I might vote, I might represent... Say one day, God willing, I'm MP for Camden. Mm-hmm. I might be personally against Brexit. But the people who live in Camden might be for Brexit. Yeah. So when I'm debating, who do I debate? What do I debate? Yeah, because I, but technically, you vote me in based on my judgment. Yeah, you go. And you know, judgment is not the same as yeah. Mine so you go. You know, you, I want you beside to be my MP because I, I rate how you think, and I'm telling you how I think. And you're like, no, nah, but I don't like. That. <laughs> but I've got, but I've got also I've got a conscience, and I'm like, but I know you don't want to be rude or like um, patronizing, but like I know the EU. You might not know what is going to happen. Mm. It might be relevant. You might not have to know. If I feel something, it might it's still valid. And mm. I might say I don't like the EU. I don't have to know everything about the EU. Just like people who remain don't necessarily know everything about the EU. Doesn't mm-hmm. mean it's right. Mm-hmm. But it's that. It's that. It's that's the tension now. So a lot of MPs are like, I don't agree with Brexit, but my people voted for Brexit, or vice versa. Yeah. So he's got a lot of people around him who are like, you know what? We no, I don't want Brexit, or I want to revoke it, or I want it to go to a people's vote where people then can decide again if they want to stay or remain, or mm. what deal they want. So it might be they, they want a particular deal, and they can. That can be what the e, that could be what the UK uses to negotiate the EU and say, listen, we did a vote again, mm. and they want to leave, but they want to vote on this particular thing. Can we change the deal? That gives us more credibility. But right mm. now, it's like, how do you know you want to leave on these deals? Like, why are you, are you just going to keep changing it, keep changing it until the point where it's a watered down thing, and you're basically in the EU, but you're not. But you're not. Because <laughs> <laughs> this has cost us. I'm sure it has cost us like billions. Yeah, a couple man, millions or hundred millions of pounds. Just, just, just not knowing. And I'm out. And I think earlier this month and last month our economy decreased mm. as well and these are these are not small things this is a, this is not small mm-hmm. do you know I'm what i mean the, the pound to dollars dead Fam, so the redundancies. I, listen i was in <laughs> i was in portugal i was in portugal last month mm-hmm. and boy the pound and the euro listen yeah, there's it wasn't making sense. listen it, it wasn't making sense so with him it's hard for him i understand why it's techie for him but i think this is where you start thinking are you a careerist because it's techie for you but what's your view if we don't agree with it you have to either take the time out to explain to us and trust mm. that we will understand mm. or you vote with your heart and you say cool we won't always align mm. but if you're going to come and do this thing of like it's kind of like it feels like he's waiting to see what the dominant view is and i'm going to go with that do you know what i mean mm. and then after that attack and i get it's hard mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. it takes a real and i say man meaning man and woman it takes a real man and a real woman to really be like, you know what? I'll be hate for this, but trust me, that's the right thing to do. And you, and you have to wait you. for history to yeah. come and write your name and go, Fam. This person done the right thing. Yeah. Took a risk, but it banged. But these days, no one wants to take it out. Everyone wants to be the person that retweets something that's already been tweeted a hundred times because yeah. it's safe. Yeah. It's safe. Yeah. It's safe. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, what everyone's doing. Fam, it's safe. That's yeah. what everyone's like, what are you voting for? It doesn't matter. It's like everyone getting everyone wants to know, like, yeah, level what are you doing? one with the fade. That's it's what safe. it is. <laughs> and this is why we're, exactly. And this is why we're in this, like, position because it's like no one wants to move but mm. 
you know what I mean? Like people, I think people know what they want and what they don't want. And even if you wanted to leave before, you might think actually, leaving might not make that much sense anymore. Or I don't think our government is even capable of asking us to leave. So that's a job for a different government. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or if you wanted to remain, you might go, actually, I want to remain, but technically I'm even tired of this whole thing. I'm exhausted, let's leave, but let's leave with a deal. So it's that, but we all have to stop holding our views like so tribalistically, do you get me? It's, it's politics, it's, in, it's important, don't get me wrong, things are important, but at the same time, it's like, if you do it with the right intention, mm-hmm. there's no way you can't spin even my, an idea that I didn't have into something that's good. Yeah, do you yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, and yeah. as long as people aren't saying, I'm gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna kill you now, obviously this is extreme, but if someone goes, cool, I want a red cup, you want a blue cup, is it gonna hurt you to have either cup? Just make sure that next time you've ordered the red cup for next time so you know mm, it's gonna come. Yeah. Or you make sure that I right, cool, next time what I'm gonna do is the, change the law so that this can't happen again. Do you know what I mean? Think ahead, think strategically and also open your hearts and minds and try to understand where people are coming from. Not everyone hates you. Not yeah. everyone, do you know what I mean? Yeah, not yeah, everyone, yeah, is, this yeah, is yeah. not it. Like, so it's, I think, I don't know. I don't know how, where it came from, this whole idea of like holding, you see it on Twitter as well, and yeah. people are just so quick to be like, this is wrong, this is right. Just open their mouths. Do you know what I mean? Thinking. So it's, it's spilled over into our politics, clearly. Do you reckon we're looking at um, an emergency general election soon? It seems like it's 90%. It seems very likely. It depends on what happens this week. This week, MPs are coming together to <coughs> hopefully pass a motion that makes no deal illegal yeah. and gives us an extension um, to Article 50, basically extends our deadline to January 2020. If no adjustment to the deal has been made by like October 19th or 17th because October 17th is the day that Boris Johnson is going to go and meet with the EU to talk about it for the well, like one last time yeah. and un- after that it's the 31st which is like 14, 14 two weeks like after yeah. so they're trying to say cool if you haven't actually got a deal changes to the deal by the 19th two days after that meeting with the EU then let's extend it to January 2020 that's what they're trying to do before Parliament is suspended as early as next week so this week we're going to find out basically and if it is and if it passes this week, then Jerem, um, it seems like uh, Boris Johnson said that, cool, if you pass this and it forces his hand, obviously, because he's promising everyone he's going to do 31st, yeah. he's saying he's going to call a general election, which will be set for the 14th of October. So and, there's many and, dates. And then we have a... Then we, everyone has a say. And that's when everyone needs to vote. So, yeah, I don't think I've ever voted in my yeah. life, bro. I've all the time. time still. Yeah, I think... Okay, do you know what? I find this so... I feel like as I've gotten older, mm. I'm now making the conscious decision to try and understand politics more because mm. I feel like now I'm probably actually starting to see mm. the impacts that it has. Yeah. So how long have you been so like infatuated by <laughs> politics? Let me not use that word. How long have you been so interested <laughs> in in like politics? Uh, when, when you talk about like party politics, like literally Brexit started, Party. When you talk about British po- politics in terms of Labour, Conservative, I've never cared. And even now, yeah. I don't really actually care. I mm. don't really see the difference. Like, mm. I genuinely don't. But um, I've been political in terms of, like, the general sense of being, like... I don't know, people always ask me. I'm always like, well, my dad is Muslim, my mom's Christian. So in my household, I've always had different ideologies in my house. And I've always had to digest both mm. and exist. You know what I mean? I've always had to navigate, like, okay, cool, this person believes in this. How do I reconcile the two for me to make sense? Or... Camden's a multicultural place. It's like isn't in that. So you've seen mm. different people. So it's like I'm 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 more inclined to defend different types of people. That makes me political because if I see something that's saying something about Muslims, I'm like, hold on, my dad's Muslim, so that's false. Yeah, yeah. I've got friends who are this and that and the other. Mm. So I've always been. I've just been by nature. I've loved history and I love that. That's just me. Yeah. But politics itself, in terms of like this kind of politics, like not long, like just literally. I went to London School of Economics, which is a very political university. Yeah. 
and so that develops that cultivates like a lot of politics but yeah literally so do you think it's like super important for people like us to really know what's going on of course and i feel like we do i feel like we do and there's a thing of like there's a question about apathy and like are, are black people or young people in general or whatever people from ends not engaged in politics and is it important i think it is important to us but sometimes i feel like it's even the language barrier because it's like we're talking about ah. Uh, I'm broke or I want money. If you even listen to grime lyrics or rap lyrics or drill lyrics, there's a lot of things there that could be put into policy that you could send to the MP and be like, yo, I don't like the fact that when I'm walking in the street, there's bare man them there or there's no food at home. My mom's doing night shift. Mm. If you hear a lot of the lyrics that we're li- listening to, it's actually things that it's for the government to change mm. or the government should be interested in. But our access to politics is in a different realm. It's in music. So sometimes it just stays in music. Mm. It doesn't actually go and go cool. Do you know what I mean? And it's not our fault necessarily, but it's the counterculture. That's how we used to express ourselves because we didn't have the normal means. We never felt included. Yeah. But we've got a lot of politics, but it's on our T-shirts. Do you get? Or it's, 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 it's on our Twitter. And it's in powerful places and now that social media has risen, but we are pol- political, but we feel like, unless I know who the next prime minister is, I'm not political. And it's like, no, what do you want to change about Edmonton? Mm-hmm. That's politics. Yeah, that, that is politics. But no one, people no one care enough though. I feel like the way society is in terms of like politics and with like young mm. people, it's like, whatever happens, happens. Everyone has like a ethic attitude. Like mm. They'll just deal with the consequences when it comes, yeah. which is a bit mad. Because obviously, I don't feel like people think about their futures and like the impact it can have on like their children or like mm. themselves, like when they get older, like pensions and all of this matters. Yeah, yeah. So it's like a lot of people, even me, sometimes mm. I just live for like today. Mm. Like you know what, tomorrow if a mad thing happens, mm. <laughs> we'll sort it out. Yeah. yeah, but it's not it's not right, in it. But it's it's definitely hard, and I feel mm. like it's a catch twenty two situation because. If you are like working class, your days are long. Like mm-hmm. you have to, sometimes you have to work nights if you're thinking about money. I haven't got, I don't schedule in reading the newspaper because it looks like a luxury. Like I've got things to be doing. Mm. I've got money to be making. I've got moves to be making. So the time you should actually apply to politics, ironically, you don't get enough time to change your life. You yeah, get Because yeah, you're working yeah. on your life. You're, <laughs> you're, yeah, know yeah. What I mean? you're working on your life so much, there's no like, time to change, change it. Change it, do you yeah. get me? So it's that. And then sometimes you also accept because of the kind of, maybe affirmations or reality, you actually start thinking, actually, we are from the ends and therefore we die in the ends or this mm. is our route. Like we don't chat, even little things like, we don't F with police. Mm. Do you get me? You cut off all our sources of changing Change, the state because yeah. we've said we don't F with them for good reason as well. Sometimes it's like, listen, our history, but do you know what I mean? One day it might get to, we don't F with school, then we'll stop going to school. Because, <laughs> because but that's what happens sometimes. People no, go, I don't go to school, don't finish. So it's like, we cut off all our supplies. Sometimes we cut off our bloodlines, you get me? And then we try and make alternative communities. Mm. But ultimately you realise that actually this fundamental thing I want to change does require there's a change in government. That's mm. not to say we can't change it on our own because we have made fantastic change without mainstream government. But it's become, it's also it's almost, our lifestyle has almost become a culture where we've been pushed to the sidelines. Instead of us going, why we've been pushed, we're saying, ah, it's our culture now to be anti-establishment and be like, F that. And Loki, it seems cool. And Loki, it's pride as well because I know particularly for Mandem sometimes it looks like to say, you don't even like being told what to do like that. Do you know what I mean? You don't mm. like being like, oh, I need help. And he's going to fight, like, tell the government I need help. Sometimes like, I'm a man. Yeah. A lot of the things is like, <laughs> yo, there's, you know, there's people go, there's yeah, money yeah, to be made, you know, there's yeah, money everywhere. Yeah, so you yeah. find ways, but do you know what I mean? It's hard for sometimes the man them to be like, yeah, cool, like we need help. Let's go to the government as well. So there's a lot of things culturally we do need to kind of undo. Mm, um, it, and it doesn't pay us. And it, we're still in that childish mentality of like F the government and stuff like that. But it's like, 
Do you know what I mean? Sometimes the government will help you, but like sometimes, and if they don't know, then sometimes it's strategy. Like you can f the government, or you can be like, f it. Next time we're all gonna pattern and we're gonna vote in Idris to be prime minister. We have the power to do things like that. Idris Elba. No, <laughs> yourself. Do it. Right. <laughs> but do you know what I mean? If you think about our power, like we need to start putting out. You don't need me to tell you, but our social media power. Not to say social media is even that big because there's a question about actually how many people use social media and only 7% of the population use it. But in terms of our culture, we export culture. Whether it's here or African or like America, we are culture, pop culture. Yeah. yeah Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, if yeah. we say it's something, it's lit, it's lit. And then people in the north and them places are going to start loving it. Mm. And then all of a sudden that person's mainstream and they sort of sing about the ends and then we have to find someone who's more cruddy. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so, <laughs> so it's all that kind of stuff. But it's like we are the culture. So how can we spin that politically? All we need, we don't need everyone to be proper on it, but we need someone at least to be like, cool, I trust this person. Just say it's me. Just say, for example, at first, who are we voting for this time? Cool, this is the person. We all just pattern. Voting don't take long. Mm, cool. It actually doesn't. But we need to have a system where we've got people in every place where it's like, okay, cool, all right, cool. We've got this person in politics. We've got a person in music. Cool, so if we ever needed to, Mm. We know that we don't even need that because we've got people. But if we're going to cut off our, our bloodline, our blood supply, it don't mm. work like that. And that's the issue we have. So we have to rely on Stormzy to to like sponsor two kids to go to Cambridge. And it's like, that's lit in itself. Don't get me wrong, it's sick, but there's like three million of us in this country. Fam, if we wait every year for two people to go to Oxford or Cambridge, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> we'll be here all we'll day. Do you know what I mean? Do you get me? Or whatever, three million BME, whatever. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, we can't be waiting for people like that. Um, so do, we, do you feel like we need more of people like Stormzy? I think we need to, number one, need more people who have power to think about the, how, to, how they can leverage their power, which mm. isn't just about buying certain things because don't get me wrong you're entitled to buy it and everyone likes nice things but at the same time how far can we really go we're not like quote unquote like more um, privileged people who can afford to live as individuals do you get yeah us leaving the ends and all that is going to take teamwork we're not in a position to be like all right cool you want to blow you want to be selfish all right cool no but we're also in the same time it makes us more powerful to mean that if you blow your okay. family's yeah, here yeah, yeah. and you've changed the whole generation over just 1k but as another family, one case is not going to do nothing to them, it's chicken change. But for us, it's like, yo, one person went to this school. Our life's just set now. Now I've got older brother who's gone here. So that's why it's changed my mentality because I know mm, someone now. Yeah, so we're very yeah, powerful yeah. because not many people are like us. So it's like, actually, when someone does it, we bust, we all bust, you get mm. me? So it's that. But so that's one thing we need to change. But we need to, yeah, we need to change our attitude. So they need to basically leverage their power in different places. We also need to be more proactive in also changing also digesting politics and things like that it's not fun don't get me wrong i try and make it easy but it's not fun but yeah, i never but the things we don't find yeah. fun is where the stuff happens and yeah, that's the issue yeah. we can't always chase glittery things and go yeah cool everything's gonna be done in a song not everything that's that's sick <laughs> is gonna be in a spoken word if someone goes to if, if someone goes to if, if someone goes to yeah if you if you find this particular riddle in an opera song would you listen You'll go and find it quickly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, do you get yeah, me? Yeah, yeah, but not yeah, everything's yeah. gonna be in rap or drill. Mm. Do you get me? Not every not every leader is gonna look. It's not not every girl that's good for you in a different story is gonna be a buffing. Yeah. Your um, your WC, WC, WCW might be classified as a dead thing in this generation. Yeah, yeah. Or she might have one winner, follower, but, but she is the woman for you. Mm. But you're deciding that she's not a buffing. That's what we're doing right now. Well, we're saying she's not buffing. So I want a girl who's a trophy wife. Rather than the girl that is your in your individual purpose, that's the kind of decision we're making right now because we're so starry-eyed. It's like, yo, this has to be that, and I don't know where it comes from, whatever. Society, but whatever, do you know what I mean? But we stop. need to stop that because it don't work like that. We can't always be like it's going to be given to us if you demand it. No, even some go and read a book. You have to go actively go and say that. So at least if something happens, you can say, but I tried. Mm. Because what they're going to say soon is that, but school's free. 
why don't you try hard in school? It's not like we're in other places where you have to pay. They'll say, but school's free, so why don't you study? Yeah, or your child will right. ask you, but dad, why wasn't school? And that's when it becomes an issue, because right now we're young. So we, we've got that benefit of like, we're young, we don't know. Watch everyone hit 30, hit 35, and you have your own oh, children, man. and you have your own wives, and they start asking you, okay, cool, but I'm meeting from the ends. So why go on? Because you're gonna one day you're gonna meet just someone. Stare at each other. You're, well, yeah, one day you're gonna meet somebody who's from the ends, yeah. who's doing bits. And it's like despite what they yeah. went through and had less than you. More time mm. you even know them. Yeah. And you know them. Be in the same block. So everyone's gonna be like, yeah, what you're gonna. You doing? Exactly. Yeah. What you doing? So both of you are gonna be like, oh, so what did you do when you were in the ends? This is what I did. Do you know what I mean? Not to say it's easy like that, mm. but we we get. I think I'm religious and I believe in God, so it's like I believe that like there comes a point where God even gives us the the, the benefit of of age. Do you get me? Mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. can't choose where you start. You can't even choose the school you went to. Don't get me wrong. I think a lot of us are in positions where we should have been further and it's not our fault. 100% we're victims of system. At the same time, the fact that even we're talking about where we should be means that we've got the sense now yeah. to change it. That's yeah. the issue. Yeah, yeah. Some people don't even have the sense to know that they're, not, they're in a situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the moment they're you acknowledge doing. it. That's the first You're responsible. Step. And it yeah. says, and that's why the quote is, heavy is the head that wears the crown and ignorance is bliss. Once you know, mm. I have to judge you on the fact that you knew. Mm. If you don't know, you're cool. But once you knew, no, yeah. then Change you know. Change must happen because what are you doing? You knew. But, mm. what, you, but what, most, what most people end up doing is moving the goalposts. So in the beginning now, everyone's young in it. When you're in school, everyone's like, yeah, I'm going to be this, I'm going to be that, I'm going to get one me, I'm going to do that, cool. Then you get to six, everyone's like, okay, cool, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, I'm going to buy a house, cool. <laughs> then we get to 25, then we get to 25, and everyone's like, oh, F the government, no, life's long, man, let's, um, let, well, I want to enjoy, let people enjoy good things, cool, 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 cool. <laughs> then you get to 35 and everyone's like, I should have done that. <laughs> <laughs> no, because, because you move the goalposts. Yeah, not just that yeah, much, yeah, but you should yeah. have, but you start going, I don't need a, I don't need a girl that's a baddie. Mm. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Because yeah, yeah, you know you can't yeah, get her no more. Now you pretend you have wisdom in your choices. Yeah, you're like, yeah. nah, buddies aren't all that, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, Come yeah. on, you can't collect yeah, her no yeah, more. Yeah, yeah, or you yeah, start yeah. going, nah, not everything's about a good job, you know. I'm just cool working here because it's cool. Don't get me wrong, you could, but you move the goalposts. In your heart, in your heart, you know. You know, because your spirit, but you move the goalposts. So that's what's that's what's funny. Not funny, but that's what's sad. That's what we have to be careful of because we're young. We've got the grace of no one actually knows who's doing bad or who's doing good. Mm. No one knows. No, no one, one knows. knows. And no one knows if you're doing good now, if you're going to be doing good next year. That's yeah, how fast yeah, everything yeah, is. Yeah. So everyone's cool being like, cool. But when God when everyone reaches 35, on that 35th birthday, we we'll all look. sit together and go, so what have you done? What, was you doing? <laughs> what were you doing? Do you get yeah, me? Yeah, 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 yeah. So <laughs> that's what, and that doesn't mean money. That doesn't mean anything like that. Mm. But in terms of your own goals for yourself, it could be that you want to live humbly. That's fine. But have you achieved what you wanted to achieve mm. in your capacity that you could do it? Yeah. Because if you knew... There's if no you knew them, then, then we're done. So we, we hope that all the people that are talking now, hyping online, leading us to the value of temptation and evil, <laughs> that when, when they get to certain places that they're doing things and mm. the same way, like we might be better off than we think we are, but we have to pray to God that we all know that no position is permanent Absolutely. and that things change all the time. And so like, we can't even get too gassed about being here because yo, we know all know that university or uni in itself isn't always the secures everything. Absolutely. So we just have to make sure that we are, just keep going. We can be dynamic. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. And I think being dynamic isn't even about like what you achieve, but the skills that you have. If you're resilient, that is one of the most important skill sets to have because knowing that we live in a world of uncertainty, if you're resilient, that's good. Mm. Because you can work 
at a lower tier job mm-hmm. and end up getting someone because you know what it's like to, for it to rain and work through that. That is a skill set. Mm. Work that is any we, condition. Yeah. No, but you know what I mean? But that's, but that's what, you, that's what <laughs> people look for. Yeah. That's what people look for. Yeah. It's the resilience because you don't know. I don't know if I'm resilient. I might just have a good life. Mm. I don't know if I, if I have a challenge. But when test when the test comes, come, then I know. Yeah. And just like some people, that's why I feel like sometimes I thank God for the perspective that we have because we've seen struggles, some of us. Mm. So we know that actually I know what it's like not to have. Yeah, so if I don't have right. again, mm. it's just me starting again. But I know what it's not like to have do you mm-hmm, know what I mean so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's all that kind yeah, of stuff life can come at you real fast man real fast yeah, so you man. just gotta make sure that any situation you're in you think of your head Definitely. sometimes if you think of it emotion you'll go crazy mm. yeah also That's one cool. thing just to kind of um like to to bring this to a conclusion mm. uh a couple months ago i remember i went to a, a legacy breakfast which was um a men's legacy breakfast which was part of my church on a saturday the breakfast was crazy but um the guest speaker <laughs> <clears throat> he like constantly was reiterating the importance of doing things for your children's children. He said, right now, your generation of people are all about self, all mm. about self. So what happens for your children's children? So he said, he like in a weird way, he was saying, you shouldn't even be thinking about your kids. Mm. You should be thinking about your kids' kids. He said that when he went, his son is in um, private school and every time he goes to drop him to school, we see all the other students, like like white students, mm. and it's their grandparents that are dropping them. Mm. And one time he was having a conversation with one of the grandparents. He was like, oh, so, you know, how did you manage to get your son in this school? Because it's mm. an expensive school. Mm. He was like, oh, the trust fund. You know, mm. I've been saving up since I was young mm. because I knew mm. it was important to set that legacy. And he was like, when he said that to me, he was like, oh, snap, I've been doing this all wrong. I've been thinking about myself. When I don't have a kid, I've been thinking about my kid. Mm. When really, it starts from self that you're thinking about your kids' kids. So everything you do... It's times two. It's times two. Mm. It's it's no longer about self. Because your parents have patterned your child. Yeah. So it's done. So yeah, do you know what I mean? You see what I'm saying? That's, That's what, that's like... He was saying that's that's the kind of mentality we need to start adopting. Mm. adopting. So I think just as you lot were saying all of this, you know, when you're in certain environments or when you've got an opportunity, make sure you're doing it. Because if someone says you knew, then make sure you're doing it for your future. And your future isn't your, isn't you. It's the people that are coming Mm. after you. No, it's real love. You see what I'm saying? Mm. But um, yeah, man. Well, so you're twins. <laughs> you're actually a twin, aren't you? I'm not a twin. No, it's my surname. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh you, you people always do this. They always feel like it's some sort of tag. So oh. twin is your surname? Twins with an S. Oh, serious? Oh. oh, so you're not a twin. That's all. That's all these years I've known you. I, I know you thought, really? Yeah, Where do you think the twin was? Yeah, but I swear there was one time you had a birthday <laughs> with a guy and I thought that was your brother. Oh, no, 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 no. It's not my twin. We just had the same birthday. Oh, see, yeah. they had me thinking that was your twin brother. Uh, no, oh, no, no. No, that's fine. But no, um, thank you so much for coming down, it's man. It's been a pleasure, it's man. Been, You've been definitely honored. educated myself I'm, I'm going sure. home to read man. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, vice versa though vice yeah, versa, I think there's a lot of versa. things that I can take and now start to Use. speak to my people mm. because you know there's a lot of people that don't know anything and Absolutely. I think especially as we're mm. now getting older and we're starting to see direct impacts of what's going on in government mm. and politics 
it's important for us to know it's, it's important for us to be aware so that when it comes to you know elections and all this stuff we know we're clued up, mm. we're clued up. we know who we want to vote for Pe- more people are now coming out to vote yeah so um i think if you just help them spin it like sometimes it's even just like encouraging them to not be defeated by the situation and go yeah. like cool you're upset about this how can what can we do to make it something that they can then pursue as something positive and do change yeah. Yeah. and that change but sometimes if we say it defeat us like this is shit then you're not going to change it yeah. if you go oh there's an opportunity yeah. to do mm, this yeah. and they take it and they see it as a purpose of theirs yeah. then I think that's what we need to do so that's how they run with there it there we go yeah. lovely man shout out to the political people out there political <laughs> peak yeah. honourable <laughs> mentions to, to the Camden family Come that's on. right Our Daniel, Daniel Kaluuya yeah. I know he went to my school. Is it? Yeah, went to Castle Girls. Hot ambush, get me. Come on, <laughs> But yes, it's the Five AM Islington podcast. So yeah, man, let's get out of here. Be sure to like, subscribe, comment, all yeah, that man. good stuff. Season two, we're back. Yeah, man. So, yeah, man, let's do it. And we'll see you on the next episode. Let's go. <laughs> ah, lovely stuff.